Gray on gray is what I crave. I am Windows, and that's what I need. Oh my God! What? That high note that was just so beautiful that it, it broke. It just your hit. Head. It hit. Kind of like when you scared me earlier. Was that as good as like a fucking Scorpions high note or like a? I don't listen to the Scorpions. <laughs> I don't. I'm. I'm not trying to be funny at all. Just I don't listen to them. You don't like the Scorpions? Uh, are they the ones who were like, uh, what's the big song they did? What's the uh, big Scorpion song? Are they the night? No, I'm thinking Death Leopard. What? What is the big Scorpion song? Fucking Rocky Like a Hurricane. Right, 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 right. That's the one. <laughs> yeah. No, the- I'm not. I don't know. I didn't, didn't really hit with the 80s metal. Yeah, what 80s metal do you like? Iron Maiden. Yeah. Uh Priest? Uh, creator. <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> okay, like Bathory. <laughs> Just because it was made in the 80s doesn't mean it's 80s metal. No, okay. You want metal released in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like fucking I like eighties metal, you know, like fucking I, uh, like Bathory and uh, Mayhem and Mayhem, uh, <laughs> Immortal. <laughs> I don't know. I'd have to think about that. Iron Maiden for one, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Saxon, no. Um, Motorhead a bit, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, what else? I guess. No, I don't like any of the Sabbath stuff from the 80s. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. I like the Dio Sabbath stuff. Fuck yeah. With the Tony Martin stuff? Not so much. No. Is it Tony Martin? Tony or something? Yeah. I don't remember. The other singer for Sabbath? Yeah. And the Dio. I mean, Dio Salam's rule in the 80s. Yeah, Dio's Dio for sure. Um, What else? There's got to be more. Anthrax? Not so much. Testament? Not so much. Metallica? Mm, the first two. Slayer. Slayer, for sure, yes. Yeah. Um, wait, you like the first two Metallica, but not the... I don't like them. Like, I respect the first two. Like, no, I'll, I acknowledge that that was good music. Megadeth? Mm, yeah, they're all right. Um, Exhorter? Uh, no. I don't know. Um, Demolition Hammer. Uh, I don't know. Um, uh, Annihilator. No, I don't know. Striper. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Fuck yeah. No. Okay. Um, let's go with, the, let's, let's, let's see, let's try some 80s Christian bands. You got your Striper. Fuck yes. You got your Blood Good. I don't know that. You got your, uh, oh boy. I think that's, Striper's like the only one that I know. Oh, uh, fuck. Um, oh, 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 um, crucified. They actually ruled. Skillet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Cat. Oh, yeah. This, uh, that's something we could talk about. The heavy MTL lineup came out officially. Oh, we have to introduce? Oh, yeah. We're, oh. This is the Bludgeoning Podcast. I'm Jonas. This is Jason. Which one are we on? We're, we're, this is our fucking episode with Winter Sun. We just did the suffocation one? No, no, no. This is Winter Sun. No, this is, we're doing suffocation. Oh, yeah, right. All right, this is suffocation. Yeah. <laughs> Ignore that. Ignore that other bullshit. Winter Sun's up next. Yeah, Winter Sun. We're, we're just a spoiler alert. 
We're going to be doing a Winter Sun uh, episode. Yeah. But not this one. No, this this particular episode is suffocation. suffocation. So, uh, skillet. Yeah. <laughs> so, speaking of suffocation, let's talk about skillet. Let's talk about those all those early 2000s Christian rock Are bands. they on the... Uh... You got P.O.D. You got your fucking skillet. You got your fucking blind side. Yeah, buddy. Uh, you got your fucking pillar. Except you... I like P.O.D. Yeah. Blindside is actually pretty good, too. <laughs> and to be completely honest, I have never listened to a goddamn second of Skillet. <laughs> no, so I can't, I can't say anything. <laughs> Who else we got in there? You got your thousand. Oh, wait. No, I saw. Yeah, thousand foot crutch. Oh, that is brutal. Uh, this is like the uh, church youth group festival lineup. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, they used to tour and stuff. And you, did you ever do youth group? Um, the odd time I wouldn't. Be they definitely one. had like shows. I, I saw Thousand Foot Crutch. Yeah, at a church in Elmira. Yeah, the town we grew up in, small little town, and we saw them at Woodside Bible Fellowship. Thousand Foot Crutch. I was <laughs> yeah. like twelve years old, probably. Yeah, and I remember the cops got called because it was too loud. I remember a Christian rock band. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh boy! So I, I've never heard Skillet, but I remember. First time I had, like, someone talked to me about them, and I looked them up on YouTube, and they have, like, 100 million views. Oh, yeah, dude. Faith plus one. You fucking make your shit Christian, people will eat that shit up. Yeah. Did you see... Okay, so Faith we'll, plus one, isn't that... From South Park. That's Cartman's Or, band. wait, what's Carson Wentz's company? Carson Wentz? Oh, from the Eagles? Yeah, he has a company... I don't know. That's like that. It's like Faith Plus One or something oh my like that. God. Or Power of One or something like that. So if you don't know why we're talking about Skillet, the Heavy MTL lineup came out. Yeah. And it is. And it was so good last year. Like, the lineup was... Fucking terrible this year. But now they shit the bed big time. You got your headliners of Godsmack, <laughs> Evanescence, Ghost, which is great, Slayer, which is good. Also, Slayer, go home. You're done. You quit. Yeah. What are you doing? I mean, ghosts fucking rules. And you know what? I'm getting sick of this fucking, all this metalhead people saying that ghosts isn't real. And there's like all this anger about ghosts and they're like the worst man. Fuck you. Ghost yeah, fu- maybe it's not metal, but it's some people going to like whatever the fuck they want. Ghost fucking rules. They put on the one of the best live shows you'll see. Go fuck yourself. That is not part of fucking metal to... Fucking get it all angry at a little bit. Actually, no, that is a the very, only, that is only, one of the only things about metal, actually. Only if it's Deathcore. <laughs> yeah. Then actually, you can reject it. Actually, you're going to hear in this episode what Frank Mullins' views are on Deathcore. Oh, yeah. From Suffocation. I asked him about that. Honestly, and, like, I don't... I know I talk shit about Deathcore, but it is, it is metal. It's undeniably metal. What Frank says about Deathcore in this interview is very poignant. Very... A very smart way of looking at deathcore he well i don't want to ruin what he says but it's really interesting did uh did he change your views yeah he did nice honestly i shit all over it and he has i just don't like it yeah i i don't i'm not you know why i don't like you're not gonna find me listening to fucking because it never it's thy art is murder it's never different yeah it's like a formula yeah he he didn't he didn't change my making me want to like it but he changed. I'm not. I don't get angry about it anymore. Because metal is metal. I'm allowed to be a snob. 
Yeah, I'm definitely a fucking snob. Don't don't get me wrong about that. I'm still a snob, but I'm not gonna say that you shouldn't listen to that. Fucking so, as long as you're listening to metal or heavy music, fuck yeah. Heavy Montreal. Yes. Brutal. Absolutely brutal lineup. What last year, like they had well, they had advertised Emperor. The Emperor played. Did they? Yeah. No way. Yeah. We didn't go because we didn't. Emperor, uh, sleep. Fucking awesome lineup. Marilyn Manson. Yeah, Marilyn Manson, <laughs> Under Oath, <laughs> speaking of sweet Christian bands. <laughs> hey, they uh, were nominated for a Grammy. So was Ghost. Yeah. And they all lost to, who did they lose to? Someone's shitty. Oh, no, actually, no, they lost to fucking High on Fire. Yeah, someone's shitty. No, I realized it was not someone shitty, it was High on Fire. <laughs> you feel bad now? Ghost wasn't in the metal category. Ghost Obviously. was in the best rock song right, category. Because it's and they lost to that fucking terrible Greta Van Vliet. Greta band. Van Vliet. Fuck that band. Seriously. Oh. Yeah. Terrible band. And no knock on them to as, be all as musicians. Like you know their story, right? No, I don't. It's the fucking label. Label picked them up, and the label made them what it is. Okay. Like it was. It wasn't them, like, yeah, maybe they were trying to sound like Zeppelin or any uh, whatever. Yeah. But it was the label that drove that ship. Okay. And shoved it down everybody's throats. And if you're that band, why not? Why not do that? Well, they're making money, winning Grammys. Exactly. No Looking knock on them as people. Writing shitty music. It doesn't matter. Yeah. They, they can people can do whatever they like. Yeah. No, you know what? You're right. I don't have to like it, but I do. Have no, to, but I have to fucking listen to it all day long at work. That's my problem. Well, you don't. You can smash the radio. <laughs> yeah. Walk up to the, whoever's in charge of the radio and just fucking <laughs> smash their DeWalt. I have such radio. an existentialist look on life that like you, people are like, oh, I have to listen to all that shit. Like, no, you don't. Like, you, you, the ability is yours to not listen to it. You might upset some people in the process, but <laughs> oh my god, it's like you don't really have to go to work, or no, you or don't. You, you don't have to go to jail if you get arrested because you could always just kill yourself. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I understand that that it, it's fucked up, but that it's there. Listen to the advice of Zassler. Yes, and kill yourself. Oh my god. What was that? The Vice... Uh, that Vice documentary about him? What oh, is it? Oh, man. He's... One Man Metal? One Man Metal. Yeah. One Man Band or One Man Metal or something like that. Yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, man. He's like, I don't have those views, but maybe someone listening listens He's to like, it. if you listen to my music and want to kill yourself, that would be great. Maybe try it out. <laughs> try it out. And uh, who else was... Um, oh, what's that fucking... I always forget their name because they suck. Actually, and don't tell him that I said that because he's a scary person. <laughs> a Swedish black metal band. Um, Dark Funeral? No, 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 no. Um, Shining. Shining. The lead singer, <laughs> he just fucking tried to kill his manager one time. And um, a father came up to him at it one time and said that my daughter killed herself listening to your oh, music. yeah. And he's like, oh, that. thank you so much. That... That means the world to oh, me. Oh, man. It's like, and the father was like saying, fuck you. And he, the guy was like, and the guy like fucking tried to fight the dad. Cause he's like, he was like, he's like, your daughter should have killed herself. Cause she listened to my music and my music's the great. I was like, Holy, Holy fuck, man. Yeah. He's a crazy fucker. Some of those fucking black metal guys, they took it way too far. You take it way too fucking seriously. Yeah. 
That's why. Oh, well, we're at it. We may as well talk about it. Well, no, we'll leave that one. All right. Uh, we got to talk about suffocation. suffocation. Right. Fuck yeah. So I went to uh, Toronto and uh, went to the. This was the Death Chopping North America tour. Frank Mullins' final tour with Suffocation. Final North American tour. When was this? This was. This was in September, October. I think. Yeah. It was fucking awesome. Christian, cattle decapitation, and then some brutal death band opened that I hadn't heard before. Were they good? They were. They were their first song. I was like, "What is this?" And then I was like, "Holy fuck, this band is good." They had a song called. Let me try and remember it. Neonatal defecation. Oh, neonatal defecation infestation or something. <laughs> like that. That's sweet. <laughs> was, oh, you're ruining my. What am I ruining? My headphones. Oh, There's sorry. a short in the wire. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, sir. But yeah, it was a really good show. Um, Frank obviously kills it. It was, it was actually my first time getting to see Suffocation with Frank on vocals. Yeah. So. Let's talk about that. How it's like he hires out a band. Yeah. To play with Hobbs. Yeah. Or whatever. What's it? Hobbs? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like not Suffocation, but they play Suffocation songs. Yeah, well, it's Hobbs and... Hobbs and, uh, oh, God, I'm sorry, dude. I can't remember his name. The drummer. No, the bass player. He's been in the band for like 15 Uh, years. Derek. Yeah. Yeah. Really good dude, actually, too. Everyone in that band is cool. The drummer is from Smith Falls, Ontario. Yeah, and he was in a a deathcore band. Yeah. And which makes sense because like. Blind Witness, I think. And. uh, Or his brother's in Blind Witness. Like Frank's view on deathcore makes sense because he's. He hires out. These guys are typically from deathcore bands. Sometimes, yeah. Like the vocalist was one hundred. Yeah, the old vocalist for sure, or the whatever, the new old whatever. But no, actually, the they is he hi- taking over. No, they have. Hi- we talk. You know what? I'm not going to get into it because okay. I talk about it with Frank. They have hired a full time vocalist who, by the time this episode comes out, is already is already established. In the band. Yes, it's and it's been years. It's <laughs> <laughs> somebody very known to the death metal world and. Anyway, we'll let Frank explain. Was it breaking news that we just didn't release and it's no longer breaking? Fuck. It might have been. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. I might have had breaking news about this shit. Damn Cause, it. Because this interview is with Hobbs and Hobbs had just hired this guy and was telling me all about it. Oh, Fuck. you didn't talk to Frank? I talked to Frank and Hobbs. Oh. Yeah. I didn't listen to the interview. You're a great producer. <laughs> yeah. So this is an interview that I did. Um... With, uh, to, with, to be fair, I didn't even realize that you'd sent it to me. So. <laughs> so I did this interview. Guess what? This was a tour bus interview. No way. Yeah, it was pretty fucking sweet. Got to go on the tour bus with uh, Frank and his wife and Hobbs. And you brought his wife on tour? Yeah. Nice. I think it was his wife. She seemed, she seemed, <laughs> she had a wifey kind of vibe to her. Breaking news. <laughs> um, they were fucking really nice guys. Totally love to talk about history of death metal and Florida and going down and recording in Florida, talking about Chuck Schuldiner and uh, some of the. Uh, I was listening to a lot of death at the time for some reason. Yeah. I mean, obviously, because it's their fucking death. But I was listening to a lot of death at the time. And so for some reason, death was just on my mind. So I just was like, hey, what's up with. Uh, Did you guys ever meet Chuck? Why not? Right? Yeah. I was like, it was on my did. brain. Yeah, and they met him a couple times just in, you know, being a death metal band and recording albums in Florida and shit, so. It's like, a, I wonder if they understood, like, the people who were around him 
when he was alive, if they would have known like how what he what it would become. Yeah. Do you think like he some of those people you you can you can tell like this this guy's gonna be legit. Yeah. In the future, I didn't ask that question. Fuck! No. Fuck! Fuck! <laughs> Fucking horse cock! <laughs> Jesus Christ! See, so, yeah, right before this, I was like, I was outside talking to. Uh, I was like, I was texting the. I wasn't getting response from the tour manager, and I was like, oh shit! And then I was outside, and I remember they have. I remember because Jason and I uh, drank a couple beers with suffocation when they were here last time. Yeah. They were just outside the tour bus, and we introduced ourselves. And then they were like, you guys want a couple beers? And we're like, okay. And they were really cool dudes. And we were chatting with them. And then I remember, I recognized their one roadie from that time we hung out with them. And I, yeah. couldn't, I couldn't get a hold of the tour manager. And I was like, shit. And then I saw this roadie walk by. And you grabbed him. And I was like, hey, man. And he's like, oh, hey. And I was like, hey, I'm looking for blankety blank tour manager. He's like, oh, he's just inside. I'll grab him for you. Right on. And he comes out. He's like, hey, man, my phone's not getting any service since we come into Canada. And I'm glad you figured out how to find me. And he's like, I got Hobbs. Frank and Hobbs are just fucking. He's like, Hobbs is just getting high right now. I was like, but this is not breaking news. No. <laughs> Hobbs is a fucking. We're not ousting Hobbs. <laughs> yeah, he's a pretty famous bothead. And it doesn't matter at this point because it's going to be legal everywhere. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Then, yeah, it was fucking sweet. And we were hanging out. Hobbs is smoking a joint on the tour bus. And they were really cool guys. So. And they're fucking legends. And they yeah. talk, oh, they talk about their, they just did this show actually a couple week, a couple days ago that we talk about. They did a show in Bangladesh. No way. Yeah. Nice. That, that's pretty, that's pretty big. And the show went well and he was talking about how he's going to be kind of nervous about it. So, spoiler alert. Sometimes it pays to be late. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like when you get breaking news about who's going to yeah. be the new suffocation singer. Anyways. Anyway, enjoy the interview and uh, we'll see you in like, 30 seconds for our Winter Sun episode. Well, it'll be about 40 minutes. Yeah. How long is the interview? Like half an hour, I think. Yeah. See, in like 40 minutes. Oh, yeah. Then you can listen to another one if you Cause want. Because you're definitely going to. Because you're a fucking loser who listens to <laughs> shitty metal podcasts in your basement. <laughs> yeah. You fucking losers. Jesus. You got to be nice to them oh, sometimes. I love you. All right. Bye. Bye. Suffocation, how you guys doing? How's the tour going? Uh, good, good. Um, it's crazy. Excellent. Just started, right? A couple yeah. dates? Yep. You guys are at Foops in Montreal last night? Yeah, killer show. Yeah. Totally sick, nuts. Good one. That's like the like death metal venue in Canada. I don't know if you guys played there before. Pretty, probably. Oh, yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah a lot. I would have thought it was, I like the Quebec Death Fest was just there last weekend. So I okay. Maybe it was like Montreal been death metaled out, but... Montreal can't get enough. No, 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 no. Always a good time when we go up there. Yeah, it was Always just stacked. there. It was just, it was fucking stacked. Demo Hammer, Grave. Yeah, it, was, it was wild. You guys, Demo Hammer, dude, you're awesome. Yeah, you guys go way back with them, I am sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, 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 
we played shows with them yeah, yeah, a long time ago and everything, yep. Were they like the band in New York that kind of made you guys start doing death metal or? Well, I mean, they were done. They were around the same time as you guys. Yeah, yeah, it was around the same time. So, 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 so. we go out and check out the Motion Hammer creators and stuff in the streets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We would just travel out there and go to parties. Take the train down to well, New York? Well, actually, he had some crazy kind of band. Yeah, you would drive up there. Oh, drive up there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, New York. yeah, it was up in, uh, they were up in like New Rochelle. Okay. So you had to drive up there and see them up there about an hour from us. So is that like where all the death metal shows in New York back in the early 90s were? And, or were they always in New York? No, no. I mean, you had a lot of different venues. You had on Long Island, you had a venue, Sundance, and that's where every show came through yeah. on Long Island. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was the main venue on Long Island to, to see every band. So this is your uh, final tour. This is your last tour. Yeah, man. What made you uh, want to come back after five years not on the road? I uh, held him down with the electric. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, I mean, I always wanted to try to at least come out one more time and like you know do a full tour. Um, and at this point. You know, it just felt like the right time and everything, and uh, and I, you know, I have the time available to do it. So, and I wanted to come out, you know, do one more time while I can still do it instead of like, why well, I can't and right. I suck. Yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> are you kind of feeling the tour grind already? Only three days. Because it's been like a while since you've been on the tour, right? Yeah, it's been a long time. They did this. We're just getting the full roll. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Three days. No, I mean, still, I mean, surprise. I'm, I'm still kicking. Surprisingly, you know, I'm doing a, a couple of things a little differently on this tour. You know, trying to, you know, keep the voice intact and stuff like that. And you've uh, done the odd shows here and there, and when they're in New York yeah. or whatever. Yeah, right? I've done that and everything. So, but um, you know, but to do a full full tour, yeah, it's this is a, it's been a long time. So. um what are you creating a set list for this final tour of yours? Are you just like, I'm just going to play all the fucking songs that I've been missing playing? Or are you guys just doing yeah, like, songs I mean, you guys been doing on tour? Or? Yeah, it, it's a it's combination add, you know, uh, a few other things, you know, some some of my favorite songs, you know, stuff like that, you know, just want to so, give it a... Some of the favorites, some of the oldest goodies, you know, I mean... You know, and I, a nice... things that we're the most comfortable with, you know? Right. Just being able to do it as a band, so... Are you, um... So you're, are you going to record on any album coming up? And you nope. having a try? You're just you're just cutting ties. You this is it. No, if you have enough money, you can call from. Record for you. Yeah, oh yeah. No, I mean one of the perks of retirement. No, yeah. As far as suffocation goes, yeah, I'm. I'm uh, I, I won't be recording on the new album. Um, I won't be doing any 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 more shows and stuff and everything. So yeah. And Ricky, is he taking over full time? Ricky will be, yeah, he'll be doing full time stuff. He'll be recording the new album and all that. So you guys well, whatever that. hired him and stuff. Yeah, like that. I mean, but that's you know that's still a ways off. I mean, just after the release of the Dark Light, we did quite a bit of touring, but it was mainly like just mainland Europe and the United States, especially with Frank. So we stopped quite a bit more touring, like lined up. We have other countries like India and Australia. Right. And, all the rest of that other stuff on the other side of the world that we still want to accomplish before we really start to sit down, buckle down, yeah, think about it. Plus, it's cool to just like have some time not to like really, really be crushing your brain to write something new. It should come out like naturally. You know, need a little bit of time to get just really yeah. come up with riffs that we like as opposed to right. stuff that's just like run of the mill. That at least we feel is run of the mill. I mean, anybody can say what it is. You're right. <laughs> India, eh? Have you guys done a show in India before? No, no. So we're uh, expecting to do uh, uh, a 
Flying Festival, hopefully between January and February, for uh, to play Bangalore. Sick. It'll be the first time. Yeah. It's gonna be wild, eh? Yeah. I wonder what the like. I was just talking to Barney from Napalm Death, and he was telling me that their show in uh, Nepal was actually fucking awesome. Yeah, I mean, I really yeah. they, they're they're craving metal. Yeah, there's a couple of places. I mean, I wanted to go to Blank Bangladesh, but I mean, I'm sure you guys have seen all the things that have been happening over there, yeah. with, like the riot between the police and the college students and that road. And then you know, we just did Israel, which is the first time for us, which is kind of cool. And, uh, I feel like a lot of those Middle East, Eastern, Asian countries, they're really starved for... Yeah, they, 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 there's they, not uh, a, I don't know what the scene is like, but I'm sure the people that are there are really starved for it. Yeah, but, I think so. I mean, for the most part, people people everywhere. It's just it's kind of crazy with the whole human rights things and all that stuff. Yeah. That I mean, we got a lot of propaganda in the United States. Oh, way, fuck. still in the same place. You, so. you, know, you know, it's everywhere, man. We get the same shit up here. We're, we're going that way, too, in Canada. Yeah, but yeah. Speaking of, like, Barney from Napalm, that's the kind of guy that, like, pioneers going to different places and playing it. So, that's what music is all about. It's, so. all, it's, it's all about, like, people want to hear the metal. It's like, just bring it to them. And yeah, that's my, it. My brother, my brother just went to see Winter Sun in China. Oh, and he shit. said there was more people in the on the stage than there was in the crowd. But yeah. he said, he said wow. it was fucking dope. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. lives there and he was like, oh, fuck, China, I got to see a China. metal band. And, <laughs> China was interesting. Do you guys play there too? Yeah, we played China. We played in, uh, oh my God. We played in Beijing and we played in uh, Hong Kong. Both of them were let's say, very surreal. Yeah, I bet. You know what I mean? It's like the communication barrier is just totally there. There's nothing like for us, especially. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? But, um, <laughs> I mean, also the culture shock is different. I mean, just the way that people like to react and the crowd is completely different than the way that they react in other places where they just want to flip out and jump off the stage and do what you're saying. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like that for us there. They were just like... What is it, full house though? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, fact, no, I mean, they're... They made us a backdrop. They were just no like, shit. Yeah, here's a backdrop for you. Everything. Did you guys you know have? Did you guys have someone from the government calling you around? No, but I mean, it did. Uh, it did have like quite a bit of uh, going through in order to get us to get there. You know, for us in America, you go to China. It's not like you just commute there. Yeah, you know? exactly. That's what Yari was saying when or something that they had a. Yeah. They had a dude following them around. Like, we're just playing a show. We're not trying right, to, right, we're right. Not trying to yeah, influence yeah, people into yeah, being yeah, fucking yeah. Satanists. I mean, we, <laughs> we always had a liaison there and somebody that could translate and let us know where we're going, what we're doing. But I don't think that they were like some government agent like <laughs> trying to sit on their back of our shoulder. <laughs> like Rocky Forest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, dude's hiding out behind a tree with binoculars. <laughs> Um, so going back to those early days of suffocation and the death metal scene in the 90s in New York, what was it about New York that, you know, you guys, Skinless, Malignancy, Dehumanized, all these metal bands coming from the New York area, even Cannibal Corpse from Buffalo, well, yep. um, what was it about that scene that made you guys just like all become so fucking awesome where you guys just like working <laughs> off of each other or like there just seems to be so much death metal from that small area. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, for us, it was, it was, you know, like just yeah, at the time growing up out there, it was we listened to everything. We yeah, listened we to listened hardcore, to all sorts of thrash, uh, death metal speed, and we took aspects of all of that that we were listening to, yeah, and yeah. that's what became like. I mean, it wasn't like, yeah, it wasn't like we were, uh, especially for me, probably dog. I mean, we listened to a wide variety of different music. 
But I mean, I guess that was just our niche, you know. Once you heard that sound, it was like, yeah, we want to make sure that that's in there. You're right. We, you know, right. We, we want some speed. Be, yeah, we gotta speed it up, you know. Just, we want heavy breakdowns, yeah. you know, from the like, like like some of the heavy breakdowns were, you know, hardcore influenced, uh, thrash metal influenced, you know. Those early so, days, did you play a lot of shows with like those New York hardcore bands like Chrome Eggs and that kind not, of stuff? Not, not really, no. Like the, the way the scene was kind of set up back then, it's like you know you played death metal and thrash shows yeah. and then hardcore was just so, totally separate yeah, hardcore there was like no not mixing at all yeah. not, not really not, no, not back I mean, then no, yeah, if you show up to a Cro-Mag show with long hair you're going to get your ass kicked I mean at clubs though it used to be like that at like Sundance I mean it was always yeah. like you know the long hairs and the skinheads would be getting into a fight somewhere I'd always hear stories about it but uh not a lot of times that I had to sit there and witness it because I was usually going to metal shows, you know. Right. Yeah. We were yeah. going to see Sacred Reich and Atrophy, and it was awesome, right. you know. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> we really didn't have much of a problem, you know, nuclear assault and stuff like that yeah. back in the day. Room truth. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so was there, like, a kind of a healthy competition then between all you guys? Like... Between like you know, incantation, that, immolation, no, all these bands, that, like just to like, drive each other to get better, kind of. I don't think it was like that. For no, us, no, no, we, I mean, we were just trying to make music on our own. Yeah, we, and we just got along. Course, we we loved, got along. Yeah, of course, we loved a lot of the music that was out there. I mean, you know, like immolation was awesome. So just knowing the band's name is Immolation, and back in 1992 or whatever it was when Immolation was over, 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 over that's how we really kind of met them and got to know them and listen to their music and. Yeah, well, but it wasn't like we were dr- striving to be emulation. All right, all right. They were striving to you guys. They, you guys yeah, do a sick I mean, riff, I and they're like, "Oh fuck, that's a sick riff. We can do it better." Yeah, I think right, right. The, I think all those bands like actually utilize their version of metal differently. Like, you know, not necessarily being like the cutting edge clone band. Like, where you, you know, like somebody like Marty or Mortal are so very similar. Right. You know, I don't think it was something that like pushing each other to try to well it's not like all the competition no no yeah yeah, yeah yeah i mean you know they don't sound exactly you know the same so um you get a lot of credit online i don't know if you take the credit for inventing the death growl do you take credit for that or yeah he does i mean i, I, <laughs> I don't know if i necessarily invented it i mean it was already kind of there you know what i'm saying like chris barnes was doing it you know and stuff yeah. like that i mean guys were doing i just kind of like i i, I wanted it I always wanted like that kind of sound, so you know, um, I, I I just took it to the next level. Yeah, yeah, you know, like like I I, I made it my own, like my own stuff. But like I, I wanted that. I wanted I wanted heavy guttural. You wanted like a separation between like heavy thrash and fucking death metal, right? Or? Yeah, and I wanted I wanted the low guttural. And then as as the years went on, I also wanted it to be more legible and more understandable, still being low and heavy though. Right. So when you guys went down to Tampa to work with Scott Burns, yep. Was that like did you kind of help? craft your sound down there or did you guys know exactly what you wanted when you went down oh no we already knew yeah 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 well, when we went down and we were we were solid and, and you know the album had already been around yeah, for I mean, a long time in rehearsal practice was one thing but actually like engineering it like really knowing you know what kind of amp and what kind of pickup and things like that for us so that end, you know i was a little bit different i think scott had a, had a really good knowledge of how to make uh, right. sound the way that we were you know? right how to yeah, capture bring that it, sound bring it to life you know um 
Yeah, he was you know, amazing. That's a lot harder to do than just throwing a microphone on. Was that kind of um, was it big for a band not from Florida to go record with him at the time, or? Um, I mean, I, I, I he'd done some other stuff, you know, with other bands, you know. But I mean, for us, it was a big deal, you know, because we'd heard heard so much about him and we'd seen a lot of the work that he'd already done in the industry, like the so, death stuff, right? And, 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 so we were like, we were like, yeah, man. When, when we had the opportunity to go down there, oh, I was, it was awesome. It, like, it, he he was exactly the guy that everyone had talked about. Got us in yeah. the studio, great sounds, everything worked out perfect. Yeah, I mean, I mean. He's a good dude. You still keep in touch, or? Um, yeah. I, I mean, I haven't talked to him in a long time. Is he do, he's completely retired from. Pretty, pretty much, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, from recording, he's more retired, but he does do like, I believe he like is more into building and wiring, rough yeah. uh, festivals and uh, for recording studios, like wiring them up, getting them set up. Like the last album you did with him was like oh three or something, right? Uh, no, it was yeah, eight. That was that late, eh? Yeah, it was uh, Despise the Sun. That was the last. Yeah, one. Despise yeah. the Sun. We uh, we brought we him, him up. We brought him up to Long Island. Oh, okay. And used the studio on Long Island, and had him, you know, coming and, engineer, yeah, come right. and engineer it and, and put it together. So that must was so you guys in the death metal world is he kind of be like obviously in the our, our fandom world he's viewed as like right. the god but in the band's world you guys still like talk about those old days and yeah 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 band. yeah i mean yeah he was he was definitely one one of the one of the best ones out there and then you know there were a couple other guys too and stuff but he was definitely one of the top guys did you guys ever get to work with chuck at all from death uh we played show a uh, show with him and then Just uh the one, eh? I think one, maybe two, or something yeah, like that. You know, but um, we were in the studio at the same time. I think. Right. Yeah. I think more than once, actually. Can't remember. It was right. It was right around the time of his death that Scott stopped. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Because they were pretty tight, right? I I I mean, probably. He didn't know. I know that. Scott, Jim Morris, I mean, uh, Chuck and Jim Morris were very, very tight, um, doing a lot of the track and stuff like that. Not, not as much as Scott was. Um, but either, either way, I mean, you know, he was a big staple of that whole area. That whole forest. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, from step to start, everybody that's down there Chuck. Was there a bit of a... <laughs> Between like New York and Florida death metal, is there is that just like is there any was there any kind of like healthy competition or do you guys just stay separate? It was more like everybody up in New York decided to move to Florida. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. Well, Campbell Corpse moved there. Of course, Campbell Corpse yeah, moved down there. Yeah, of course it's expensive in New York and Florida is considered it's a retirement, <laughs> a retirement, you know, area to go on the East Coast. But um, I just think that uh, the scene down there was actually moving, starting to move with all the recording. Things down there. Right. It's just a cheaper way of life. So fans like Caliber Corpse who were just getting to make a living, you know, and we're all really great friends together. They all moved down there together. Right. So um, So guys just wanted to move down there to be around that. Yeah, scene. and to have a cheaper yeah. ending to really like not oh, freeze their balls off. You'd be surprised how much they come back up to Buffalo and all the rest of that. I just think a lot of bands came from up north, and a lot of people that were from like bands like the Tame Obituary and you know Monstrosity, Corpse, they were all trickled down yeah. the East Coast. So 
I'm glad that actually Florida was like that kind of mecca because you know the fans from the East Coast were going down there. He always had a place to stay. Yeah, or whatever. Was, they were making the scene for everybody. You know? Um, so how do you see the future of death metal? Have you thought about that at all? You know, you you were there at the beginning, and now you're kind of leaving it behind. How do you yep. see the future of death metal? You know, it's evolving. Like there's not. Like I was just at Quebec Death Fest, and like all the biggest bands were there. Of all bands that have been around for 25 right. plus years, and like all the newer bands, they're not just playing death anymore they're adding you know deathcore elements and right, right, degent right. and all that kind of shit so how do you feel about the future of death metal do you i mean I, you know everybody's always going to want something heavy and and you know so death metal is always going to survive it's always going to it's always going to expand it's always going to like it, it's not going anywhere you know because people always will want something heavy so you're not going to sit here and be like keith morris and be like oh fucking Metal's not the same as it used to be, and it's still like no, no. I mean, metal's what you make it, man. You know, like like yeah. metal for me might be something different than metal for another person. You know, but like exactly. like it's it's always gonna be there's always gonna be something heavy around. You know, and it's just the interpretation of it. You know, it's so like you guys like there's nothing. I find it hard. Maybe it's because I'm an old man. I don't really get the. I'm only 31, but I feel like an old man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, when, yeah. when I go to these like, uh, when I see the when I go to these deathcore shows, I'm like, I don't get it. But I'm yeah. happy that young people are still listening to heavy music. Yeah, and, yeah. And it's just death metal. It's just young buds. And then yeah, you know what? It, it'll change again at some other point. You know, deathcore may you know that that may not be there, and then it may be something where it's uh, you know, I don't know, uh, what Chipper Chainsaw. <laughs> and, and, and kids come out and they, they got a chainsaw in the background and it blasted away and like that maybe you know a thing I, I don't know and then Hobbs will be 80 years old baked on stage <laughs> and, yeah, like dude I can't play this chainsaw <laughs> <laughs> but know, I'm up I'm here back, anyway I'm going back to my old death metal <laughs> you know so um, do you guys have an update on uh, Guy? Uh, I've heard that, that, that yeah he's uh the last I heard is he went through all his treatment and stuff, and, and I believe he's remission at this point. Oh, awesome! So you know they, that that's what I've, I I haven't talked to him in a while, so I, I don't know fully, but that's that was yeah, the last I, mean, I, I kind of not that long ago I talked to him. Yeah, he's a, he's in remission, so he's just waiting to you know make sure that uh, all of his blood tests are good for a little while. Um, you know, make sure that there's nothing funny going on in there. It seems like it's doing well. Yeah. So. Hopefully, hopefully, we'll never have another problem again. Yeah, that's some rough shit. Yeah, yeah. For sure, man. Are you guys still selling shirts to help support them? Or? Um, I know you guys were selling Yeah, we, Yeah, we have one in an online store. Um, I don't know if we have any with us on the store. I don't think we have any on, on, on one tour, one but I know it was... I uh, saw on Nick, your tour manager, wearing one, so I was like... Yeah, 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 yeah. But, um, yeah, it's still, it's still online, so if any of you guys out there can donate to help Guy with his bills, that would really... Uh, be awesome because you know we don't have free healthcare. Yeah, it's not like up here where you know. Yeah, right, right, right. Like Breaking Bad wouldn't exist up here. Like, oh shit! Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. The people that was the peak did. So how did you guys know that Ricky would be this vocalist? Because you know he never plays. You know he only ever plays drums and all the Discord albums, right? How'd you guys? Well, I mean, he, he's always just trying to approach it. Um, you know, during Discord, he was always talking about doing it. Just, just finally came to fruition where it's like, all right, you know, Frank isn't, you know, going to be able to do this tour. We've got to get somebody. Ricky's a diehard. Like, 
known him for like quite a while. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and he put you together, know, yeah, he yeah, put he, together a team yeah, and exactly. sent it over. And I was like, wow. I was like, you know, I, I was, I was impressed. I was like, uh, you know, that's pretty sick. But you know, somebody like you said, you know, not really singing. Yeah. Um, and not really doing something like that, and uh, yeah, so I was like, I was like, he sounds good, man. You go ahead, give him a shot. I looked up his record. He hadn't done a single vocal recording until like 2017. So I was like, man, this dude's getting into it late. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you can hold it down. Yeah. Because obviously, you guys have toured with Bill from Decrepit Birth a bunch too. Yeah. Right. He's done that. Bill, John Gallagher, yeah, Kevin Muller, Frank. Yeah, like quite who? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no. you know, yeah, a lot of different people filling for us. So you guys are kind of happy so, to have like, yeah, hopefully somebody, some stability. Somebody who, yeah, who really actually knows all of our music and uh, pays a lot of attention to detail. You know, and he's actually on it like that, so it's a good thing for us. Have some stability in the. Uh, yeah, but I mean, as I said, time will tell. We still have a lot of things to go and, and deal with, and. Um, I mean, you know, Ricky's a great dude. It's just, it's just a matter of getting it together and magelling and making new things happen. All right, thanks a lot, guys. It's been uh, Hobbs and Frank from uh, Suffocation. Yeah! No problem. <laughs> yeah. Thanks a lot, dudes. Yeah, no problem. Of course.